How would you like some peanut butter with that jelly sandwich? Mother. Hey, oh, it's the Chris Court Show. Hey, oh, it's the Chris Court Show. This show is brought to you by... Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Chris Court Show. My name, as always, is Mike, and I'd like to uh, extend my my gratitude, my thanks for joining us for another evening of the Chris Court Show. And with me, as always, is Chris Court. Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing great, Chris, and how about yourself? doing good you know uh you know life's been tough covid you know and uh you know going on vacation having fun oh really you've been going on vacation where have you gone oh i've gone to michigan and uh going here and there and everywhere and uh it's been a really great time yeah you know what i've been planning on taking a vacation too oh yeah where are you planning on going well i i'm thinking about going to uh missouri you know, because I, I, I've never really been to Missouri. I always wanted to see the arch. And every time that you're driving down uh, I-55, it always says St. Louis. And I've never been to St. Louis. Oh, St. Louis is a great place. You really got to check it out. That arch is amazing. But you got to be careful about where you're going. Yeah, you do have to be careful. Now, um, before I forget, Matt Matt isn't here tonight, unfortunately. He had he had another engagement to go to, uh, but we were able to wrangle in the janitor. Uh, so, janitor, how about how about you give us a good hello? Hey, how you doing? I know everybody has missed the janitor, and uh, it's. I tell you, this studio has gotten awfully dirty since he's been gone so i'm glad he's been able to make a return clean up a little bit and actually get back to work um and that's the thing i've noticed there's there's been a lot of people that haven't really gone back to work yet and i'm, I'm kind of wondering why it always seems like everywhere you go there there's some sort of labor shortage you know you go to a fast food place oh yeah i was at a fast food place the other day and they only had like four people exactly chris that's what i'm talking about they only had like you know a couple people there and you can't get served i was at a restaurant the other day and they only had like one server serving the whole place it was crazy I know exactly. It's crazy. And you can, you got to feel bad. You got to feel bad for that server because they're working their butts off. Exactly. They're working their butts off and you know, you just got to be patient. Exactly. And how do you feel about this janitor? Exactly. You know what? We should all be more like the janitor and, you know, have a little bit more patience. But let me get you to, let's let's just hit the ground running. Let's get to our band for the day. The band tonight is Basement. Now, uh, they've been around for a little bit, and they they came from Burbank and Chicago, Chicago area, Illinois. And it's been a while, but they are expecting a new EP to come out shortly. But right now, let's introduce Basement with Get It Together. 
Welcome back. Once again, that was Basement. That was one of their previously unreleased singles. They do have an album that came out shortly after that called More Afraid of Life Than Death. And they do have another album coming out. uh, I understand it's within the next eight months called It's Just Not Done Yet. Um, but uh, you can find them on all the usual suspects. You can find them on Bandcamp. You can find them on Facebook. You can find them on the Spotify. And I, I think that was just a really great song. Um, you know, uh, what, do you, what do you think about that song, Chris? Oh, I think that song was really good. I think it, was, it had a lot of passion into it, a lot of rock. Exactly. That's what I was talking about. It, it's got a lot of rock. It's got a driving rhythm and uh, the harmonies. Oh, my goodness. That little breakdown with the, the drums and the doom, ba-doom, ba-doom, boom, ba-doom, ba-doom. That was just so amazing. So um, expect really good things to come out from this band, Basement, uh, with their new EP coming out. And uh, like I said, you can find them on all the usual suspects. Find them on the Facebook, find them on the YouTubes and the Spotify. And I I think you'll really enjoy listening to some of the songs that they have on. Now, I I, I feel like I really need to take advantage of this situation. I feel like I I have a a pedestal uh, at this point. And um, I really want to kind of take advantage of this and talk about the music industry for a little second. 
Oh boy, nothing like the music industry. Yeah, I know, I know. I go on and on about this. But this is something that I've been thinking about for a while, Chris. Now, uh, as far as the music industry is concerned, it has changed rapidly within the past 20 years, the past 10 years, even in the past five years, the music industry has, has changed dramatically. And no longer do you have these juggernaut music companies kind of shoving singles down your throat and blasting the music stations, uh, the terrestrial radio stations with all the music that they think you want to hear. All of a sudden, the hits that are coming out are a little bit more homegrown. And when you look at somebody like like Billie Eilish, for example, I think is probably the most prominent figure that I think of that can really establish this point. It, it was her and her brother, and they were at their house, and they, they, they came up with their own tracks, their own beats, their own melodies, and they did it themselves in their own house. And with that, they were able to get millions of views and millions of followers, and they were able to sell out arenas and Billy Irish, I, Billy Irish. Oh my goodness. Let's have another beer, huh? Billy Eilish has become quite a household name. I, I think you would agree with that. Well, yeah, I think she's really actually become quite a household name. And I mean, whew, she's kind of cute. Well, yeah, she is kind of cute. That, that kind of goes along with it. Uh, but strictly speaking about her music, I, and I, I think once you start talking about the music industry, I, I don't know how much room there is for the standard recording studio nowadays. When, when I started out, there was music studios abound. I, I went to college and I wanted to be in music production and I wanted to either go out and be in a recording studio and my, my dream was to be in a recording studio and maybe kind of moonlight on some live shows once in a while, maybe I would fancy myself a little, you know, extra and do some live theater and, and just do the live sound for that as well, just because I'm kind of a fancy pants that way. Yeah, well, you're kind of a dork pants too. Well, thanks, Chris. I know. But <laughs> that seems to all have gone by the wayside uh, with, with Billie Eilish and... Uh, a lot of the bands now coming out doing a lot of homegrown stuff. Even Megadeth, when you look at Megadeth's new album, it was more of a homegrown effort than I think it ever has been. And according to Dave Mustaine, it is one of their heavier albums that they've ever created. And you can kind of argue that, well, you know, he's had some physical struggles going on with, with cancer and with, with sickness and then there's COVID and everybody going crazy. But I, I think that I, 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 I honestly think that maybe recording studios might not have a place anymore. Well, I don't know about that. I think recording studios still have a place. Really, Chris? Why, why do you think that recording studios have a place? I mean, somebody can just go out right now. They can go to Guitar Center. They can Amazon. They can Amazon a Behringer recording interface and pump it through their computer and get four tracks at a time through USB without even thinking about it and come out with some pretty pristine sound. But why do you think music studios still have a place? 
Well, I think the reason they still have a place is because, well, you know, people are dumb. Okay, you do make a point there. Yeah, people are dumb. People just don't know how to record. So you can have a recording studio in your house, but you don't know how to use it. And I think there's something to be said for the people that know how to use it and know when to use compression and know when to, um, you know, maybe cut out a song early or even change it up. So what about music producers then? You know, how do you feel about music producers? I think they suck. Well, yeah, I, I think they kind of suck too, but don't you think they're kind of necessary? After all, you have Metallica out there and they have, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I keep wanting to say Bob Ross, um, but the, the producer they had for for the Black Album. Thanks, Matt. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. That's his name. The The same producer they had for the Black Album. Uh, they they credit to really making a, a formal change in how they write music, and don't don't you think that's still got a place now? Yeah, I think music producers still have a place. In fact, maybe they might have a more important place. You know, you need somebody to show these people how to form an idea and how to form a song, and. You know, they don't always know how to do it themselves. Sure, they can record it themselves, but maybe they don't know how to record it themselves and, you know, really kind of come out with this idea and bring it to fruition. Fruition, that is a really nice word. I like that word, Chris. Thanks, I learned it from you. Oh, Chris, I'm glad you remembered. Oh, it's okay. You know, I just, just had, you know, I'm just coming up with words. Pickle juice. So, um... <laughs> enough about the recording industry i know i can kind of go on a tangent about this for days and days but I, honestly i when it comes to a nutshell the recording industry is forever changed and we all know it's forever changed but what are we going to do with it now there are still viable recording studios out there now to, to name one there is dz studios which is just opening new shop here in chicago they've expanded out of their uh previous location and they're growing and there are some that are still growing and i think i think chris is right i think there is something to be said for a music producer so maybe the role of the recording engineer is now going to be changed from you know plainly just riding faders and setting up patch cables to maybe music producer as well and i think that's kind of interesting but let's let's move on to another subject and chris i know this is a subject that's near and dear to your heart that's right Uh, we have the taylor hawkins benefit concert that's right the taylor hawkins benefit concert now as you all know taylor hawkins the drummer for foo fighters has passed on uh unfortunately there there was some uh he had some problems and it you start reading the tabloids and it sounds like well maybe he was thinking about getting out of the band anyways there was too much hustle and bustle they were moving too much and honestly when you think when when you look back now you really don't hear anything from the Foo Fighters about this you would expect you know Taylor Hawkins Dave Grohl to really kind of put something out there, some sort of uh, press release in regards to Taylor Hawkins and maybe what happened or how the band is going to move forward. And that that really hasn't happened yet. And I know everybody is very anxious. I know I'm very anxious. I'm very anxious too. Thank you, janitor. But 
what they have given us is a benefit concert. And I, I think it's fitting. You know, there there really hasn't been another drummer in the past 30 years that I can think of that has electrified the music industry as much as Taylor Hawkins has. Uh, from, from Alanis Morissette to the Foo Fighters to Taylor Hawkins, was High Flying Birds, he and everybody else he's jammed with. Taylor Hawkins has been a, a monster of the music industry. He's been out there and playing, and I haven't heard anybody say one bad word about Taylor Hawkins. Um, everybody just reminisces about how, how jovial he was, how nice he was, how giving he was, how thoughtful he was. And that's a very rare quality. When you think about it, that's a very rare quality nowadays, not just in a musician, but in a person in general. Not many people are, are very thoughtful. And there, there's lots of stories about Taylor Hawkins being out there and mentioning other people's kids and, you know, just following up on previous experiences and remembering past meetings, even with fans. He's, he's known to be a very, very great guy. So they... The, they, the Foo Fighters, have a memorial concert coming out for Taylor Hawkins. And some of the people that you can expect are members of Rush, uh, Queen, of course, because he was very close with, with Queen and Brian May, Alanis Morissette, of course, uh, Miley Cyrus, Liam Gallagher, which I'm kind of shocked about, Stuart Copeland, Chrissy Hine, and... Uh, I think there's going to be a lot more on this. Now, they're they're going to be performing at London's Wembley Stadium on September 3rd, and then they're doing another concert here in the States in Los, Alan- eh, Los Angeles on September 27th. So it's I anticipate this being a huge live stream event. If you're not doing anything, at least catch it on the YouTubes. I'm sure it's going to be there. But the Taylor Hawkins Memorial Concert, one thing... I don't know that the Foo Fighters are going to survive this. Uh, Dave Grohl, he's already survived one great loss in his life with with Kurt Cobain. And that that kind of went to the wayside. He's had other people that he's lost in his life due to drugs and alcohol and just life. And, you know, poor guy's just trying to move on and be the happiest guy in show business. And, you know, he's got to deal with this. So... I, I let's give this guy a break. I understand. Uh, Foo Fighters need some time. Dave Grohl needs some time. Everybody needs some time to really figure out where this is going. He just recently played a show with Paul McCartney. You can check that out online, and you you could tell the guy was struggling. Uh, uh, Taylor Hawkins was like a brother to this guy. So I I say, you know, let's. Let's enjoy what we have of the Foo Fighters. Let's enjoy the time we've had together. Thanks, Matt. And, you know, let's just let's just call this one a day. Now, there is another topic I want to talk about. No, no, <clears throat> let me crack a beer first. Chris, oh, I thought you would have talked more on that one, Chris. <laughs> So, um, one thing that's been rattling my mind, 
one thing that's been rattling my mind. What are you going through puberty? Yeah, I, I think I have a little bit of that going on right now. Uh, but one thing that's actually been rattling my mind is, you know, with the with the changes in the recording industry and with the changes of how people are playing back music, do you think we should record in mono? And that sounds like a stupid, silly concept. But let's think about how people listen to music nowadays. Now, I have been really against uh, MP3s. I've been really against digital streaming. I, I really tried to buy the CD and listen to it on my boombox until it broke. And <laughs> then I had to buy another one. But the way people generally listen to music nowadays is either through their phone 90% of the time I, I would say at least 90, well, 80% of the time. I know I'm throwing out random numbers here. But I think a majority of the time people listen to music, it's going to be on their phone. And if they're not listening to it through the tiny little half-inch speaker on their phone, then they're going to be pumping it through some sort of Bluetooth speaker. And if you're like me and probably everybody else I know, your Bluetooth speaker really isn't stereo. It's just a Bluetooth speaker. It might be one speaker pumping out sound. So either you're going to have everything coming out of these crappy little speakers in a stereo sort of fashion through your crappy little phone that you paid $800 for, or you're going to have a lot of music coming out of your, you know, what, your little Alexa dot. I can't really say that. out of your dot device or out of your personal streaming device, uh, some sort of Bluetooth speaker that is probably already mono. So if everybody is listening to all this music in mono, anyways, they're listening through crappy speakers on their phone. They're listening through some sort of crappy little Bluetooth device, which kind of sounds amazing. And why why do we need stereo mixes? You know, it used to be a thing back in the day with, with records. Records used to be recorded in mono, and then all of a sudden, stereophonic came out, and that was a huge thing. And you used to be able to buy a Beatles record. That's right, a Beatles record. Um, you know, you know, want to let it be, not let it be, but, uh, please, please me was on a mono. I'm sure of it. That's right, Chris. Uh, those early Beatles albums were in mono and you can actually buy a stereophonic mix. And even the old Beatles recordings, they were only mixed on four tracks. So you had a left, a right, and a middle when it was stereophonic. And I think we're kind of coming back to that day. Because you really want your stuff to sound good. And it's either going to be pumped through some sort of computer speaker or it's going to be pumped through some Bluetooth speaker. And it, it really kind of gets molested in a way. It's, it comes through mono. And it, if you get the mix wrong, it just doesn't sound good. If you don't have the phases right, now I'm kind of getting nerdy as far as music recording goes. But if you don't have the mixes right, if you don't have the phases right in the overheads, and if you don't have the phases right, if you're doing a uh, a live room sound, 
then you're going to get a lot of phase cancellation. All of a sudden, your mono recording sounds bad. And when you start pumping through something like a dot, it automatically converts into mono, and you get this phase loss. And all of a sudden, this beautiful music that you spent a lot of time recording in your parents' basement is no longer coming through how you expected it. So I think maybe we should have a little bit more focus on mono recordings. Not necessarily make a mono mix, but let's make some sort of hybrid. Let's make sure that everything sounds... I think it's more important than ever that everything sounds good in mono. There's an old recording trick uh, once Stereophonic came out to find phase cancellations. If you have a stereo recording, you would pump it in mono, and if it sounded like shit then you know you had some phase cancellations and you needed to correct that. And it was either mic placement or you can flip the phase uh, depending on the recording uh, board that you were on. And sometimes even in Pro Tools, you can just kind of nudge it over a little bit. But now I think it's more important than ever to watch your phase cancellations. I think it's more important than ever to make sure that your mix comes through in mono because I think that's how... a a wide range of music is being listened to. And I think that's something that's very important to pay attention to. Thank you, Jenner. Yeah, I know. Um, now, one last thing that I have to throw in while I have this pedestal is um, the Beatles. Once again, I have to infer that the, the, they're just not relevant. What's that? No, they're not relevant. Well, let it be. It's... it's We've heard Let It Be. It's just not relevant. Listen, just because they came out with something on Disney Plus doesn't mean that they're relevant. There's a lot of bullshit on Disney. There's a... There's a... There's a lot of bullshit on Disney Plus, okay? And not everything on there is relevant. I don't care about everything that's on Disney Plus. And I don't think that everybody cares about... Okay... Mm-hmm. Yep. John. Yep. Ring. Yep. Ring up. All right. Well, listen, when you put it that way, I I think the janitor makes a very good point. And when you put it that way, maybe the Beatles are still relevant. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you, everybody. I hope you all have a wonderful evening and good night.